I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs here with you on a beautiful Saturday afternoon here in the state of Iowa. Thursday night, you got the uh, the sad version of this podcast. Uh, today, you're going to get the happy version, man. What a win for the Hawkeyes. 75-62 on the road at Ohio State. Uh, just a monster win. Can't, can't overstate what this means to this program, to the future of this season. And uh, and what it does to kind of negate the the bad feelings and uh, and the the arrows that Iowa took after the loss to Michigan uh, on their home court on Thursday night to go on the road like this to notch a signature win first quad one win a, a win that'll stay a quad one win all season a big road win your first like real big road win and that signature win that we've been talking about all season that you know Iowa just hasn't had. Didn't really have an opportunity to get that in the non-conference, other than Iowa State, which you know would have been a, a nice win at the time. Um, and then haven't been able to get it in the Big Ten until today, and, and now they got that. Uh, and so all of that narrative, um, I tweeted this just after the game. You know, after a narrative-changing loss on Thursday, now Iowa has a narrative-changing win, and uh, and all of the the beautiful things that we hoped for this season are right back on the table. Uh, this these seasons are roller coasters of emotion, man, and you guys know this as well as I do just um how your feelings about a team about a program about a season can change drastically with each game and in basketball I mean it happens in all sports but in basketball college basketball you got a couple of games a week and so it just feels like you're riding this wave uh, constantly and so you know you just got to take the the high high notes uh, the high times when, when they come and, and that's certainly what today is and uh, just a huge huge win for the Hawkeyes on a day where you know Keegan Murray didn't have an incredible game. I mean, he, I should say that he had 24 points, shot 10 of 17, five rebounds, a couple of assists, but only I think four points in the second half, something like that. Um, and and Iowa to to kind of do what they did. The, the Murray brothers really took over there at, at a time in the second half, um, and and that was fun to see. But I, I'll be honest with you guys: 13 minutes left in the first half, EJ Liddell makes a dunk. Uh, after a, a missed Hawkeye shot, and the Buckeyes go up twenty-one to ten, and my thought process at that time was, all right, don't waste too much energy today, because you're going to lose this game, and now you're going to have to win Tuesday night against Michigan State. Obviously, that Michigan State game is still a huge game. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. But uh, for Iowa to to not just come back, but to come back and then notch a a they did win, yes. <laughs> 
for Iowa not just to come back, but to notch a 13-point road win. Uh, you know, and we know what the the analytics think about double-digit wins, and, and certainly this will be one that uh, will will help Iowa along the way. Uh, it's just incredible. Sorry for the noise in the house. Uh, my wife is has been cooking all day. We're having some people over for dinner tonight. Uh, my son is next to me on the couch watching YouTube. So if you hear any of that stuff, that's what's going on. Uh, you heard my wife very excited there. I think you heard it. I heard it uh, that the hot guys would. I had I had braced her for. Um, yeah, I'm sure a lot of you you do this as well with your spouses or significant others or you know friends, roommates, people who who you see constantly. Where it's like, all right, the Hawks play today. It's a tough tough game. I really don't expect to win. I'm gonna try to stay in a good mood. I'm gonna try not to let it ruin our Saturday afternoon, our Saturday night. But uh, you know, brace yourself for an ornery partner here uh, for a couple hours. But that's not the case. And now you get a, a joyous partner, a joyful partner. This is uh, this is a, a lot of fun. Um, what a huge win, guys! Just you know, I don't know what else to say beyond uh, that's just a much needed huge win. The fortitude this team showed by getting it. Uh, for Connor McCaffrey to hit the dagger three was just fantastic. The Murray brothers going off when they absolutely needed to. You know, despite some questionable officiating, uh, despite uh, being on the road, you know, having, you know, what had to have been a deflating loss for the team as well on Thursday to turn right back around, travel out to Columbus and get this win is just, it's monstrous. And you know, this was a game that when it got postponed and it didn't look like it was going to be rescheduled, there was a part of me, maybe even a big part of me, that thought, that's probably for the best. You don't need to travel out there. You don't need to take that L. Uh, it was, the, the the kind of upside was, it was a high-reward, low-risk game. If you lose this game, it's not that big of a deal. If you win, it's a huge deal. And now you've won, it's a huge deal. And so shame on me forever, uh, ever hoping that Iowa wouldn't get this game. Man, what a fun day. What a fun game. What a fun win. Let's look at some stats. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, going through that box score, I mentioned Keegan Murray. He did lead uh, the scorers with 24 points. Led all scorers, actually, at Iowa and Ohio State with 24 points. Had a lot of that in the first half. Really took over along with his brother, Chris, uh, for a part of the second half. And, and that was great to see. Jordan Bohannon had 10 points, uh, just two of seven from three-point land, but hit a couple of big ones um, and, and also got, you know, a heady play to draw the foul on a three-point play uh, in the second half. We'll just say that. <laughs> it looked like it was a legitimate foul, but he knew what he was doing. Uh, he tried to get that foul. Patrick McCaffrey had seven points. Patty Mack, I guess I should say, if you saw Gus Johnson's uh, call, that's like all he called. He just constantly Patty Mack. That's yeah, a cool name. Uh, Patrick McCaffrey, seven points, five rebounds, a couple of assists, uh, and a block. Iowa had... Well, it says three blocks on this uh, this uh, ESPN box score. The the game had Iowa with six blocks. Uh, the broadcast did on Fox. So uh, we'll see where that comes out in the wash. But uh, just big plays there for the Hawkeyes. Philip Robracha, five points. 
five rebounds. Um, and Tony Perkins, who started four points on two of six shooting. And Tony Perkins didn't, you know, I don't have the minutes right in front of me. It didn't seem like he played a whole lot, certainly not in the second half. Joe Toussaint got a lot of minutes. He got a lot of run. He played well. Uh, he was active. He was big on defense. He got out of control a couple of times, and that's going to happen. But, um, you know, the way he has played since being relegated to uh, the, the games, especially, especially the way that this offseason went where – all of the talk from Coach McCaffrey, from Jordan Bohannon was, hey, this is Joe Toussaint's team. He's the point guard. Um, and to have that taken away from him and to have him not hang his head, not worry about any of that, decide that, hey, I'm going to play my game and, and coming off the bench, I'll just be a, a, you know, a boost of energy. I'll be a factor off the bench. And he really has been. And uh, that's been so fun to see. So great to see. Good for him. Aaron Eulis had seven points. He played really well uh, as well. Five of six for three from the free throw line where he struggled at some time. So that, that's really good to see. Four rebounds for Eulis, a couple of assists. And Chris Murray, um, just four of 13 shooting. So didn't shoot the ball great. One of five from three. But had a couple of big dunks, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, a block. Filled up the stat sheet. A big, big game from Chris Murray in a spot where the Hawkeyes needed it. Looking at the team uh, stats here just a little bit. Iowa shot just 42% from the field. So not a good shooting night for the Hawkeyes. 27-64, to 64, uh, but held Ohio State to just 49 shots. So Iowa shot the ball you know, 15 times more than Ohio State did. And a big part of that, believe it or not, is rebounds and the advantage Iowa had in the rebounding game. A nine-rebound advantage overall, eight on the offensive side. Iowa notched 20 offensive rebounds in this game. 40 total rebounds to just 31 uh, for Ohio State and just 12 offensive rebounds for Ohio State. That's that's such a good number. That's, I mean, that's how you can shoot 42% and win the game by double digits. 28% from three-point land was Iowa, 26 of 21. Ohio State only shot 11, 11 threes. I wish I could say it off the top of my head who it was on Twitter during the game. You know, it's so much fun on Twitter during these games. If you follow uh, enough Hawkeye fans and, and media members and things, it's such a community. There's so much conversation happening, but it also means that I kind of forget who tweeted what and what was going on. So I did see somebody on Twitter um Say that you know Ohio State's really just missing that dead eye three ball shooter. If they got a, uh, if they had a three point shooter who was consistently good, they'd be a really really dangerous team. As it was, just two of eleven from three for Ohio State, and uh, and that's not great. Iowa fifteen to twenty one from the free throw stripe. It's just seventy one percent again. I feel like you got to clean that up at some point, but you know they're not going to complain about it on a day like today. Just twelve assists on twenty seven made shots for the Hawkeyes. Uh, turnovers just eight for Iowa. That's a winning number. That's where you want to be. Uh, Fourteen uh, forced turnovers for the Hawkeyes. Um, so that's that's again really really good. Uh, just you know a. After those that first eight minutes or so, and I will answer that really quickly. They wanted like a nine or ten oh run themselves to, to get right back into that game. It was back and forth for a good chunk of the game. Uh, after that, it was what Iowa had a one point lead at the half after another just fantastic uh, Connor McCaffrey full court pass. I'm going. To, I'm I'm on the train now. I'm I'm trying to get the full court pass. 
the full court passing of Connor McCaffrey talked about as much as his uh, inside passing, his post feeds uh, was last year. He is the best full court passer in the country, and uh, you do wonder if some teams are going to you know go to the baseball uh, team and, and say, hey, anybody want to walk on and uh, and come out here and, and throw a full court pass? Uh, Keegan Murray was unable to hit the shot at the end of the first half. I believe it was Keegan uh, who had that shot. Chris Murray, rather. I'm like Gus Johnson now. I'm getting these guys mixed up. I, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure for a while there, Gus Johnson like wasn't just screwing up on the call. He thought they were the different guys. Like He thought 15 was Chris and 24 was Keegan because he was consistently calling them the wrong name. Anyway... Uh, and then, you know, it really was back and forth for, for much of the second half. Um, and until, what, about 12 minutes left, Iowa started to pull away. And then the Murray brothers really kind of took over a bunch of dunks, uh, just hustle plays, being in the right spot at the right time. And then I was able to kind of make there at the end. And again, that Connor McCaffrey dagger three with a minute and a half left to, to put Iowa back up by nine. Uh, that was really the, the story of the game. And man... Again, just a fantastic win for this team. All right, so the other night we looked ahead at the schedule with the final six games. We thought, can you get seven more or three more wins rather to get you to ten and ten in the Big Ten? And now you feel really good about that because you're you're at Nebraska next Friday. You're home against Northwestern the following Monday. Uh, those aren't just like should win games. Those are uh, like. Should win by double-digit games. Uh, Iowa is much better than either of those teams, and uh, and it doesn't feel like this team is um, capable of, of losing a game like that. Now, I say that, and if they do, I'm going to be on here just despondent. But um, and now you have a really big spot. You know, we talked about this three-game stretch, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, and, and what Iowa needed to do uh, to not just feel comfortable about getting into the, the NCAA tournament, but to feel good about your seed and to feel good about your matchup and the uh, opportunity you have to advance in the tournament. Um, and, and that's kind of where we're at now. You know, expectations change throughout the season. If you had told me in October that we'd be sitting here in February with Iowa at 7-7 seven and seven in the Big Ten, at, you know, top 20 in the net, a, a seven seed by Joe Lunardi, things like that. I'd have been ecstatic. That's what I had hoped for was I would play itself into the tournament uh, and then have a good season after everything we lost last year, after everything we had you know, going against us. But now expectations have changed. And so it's not just getting to the tournament, right? It's it's getting there with a decent seed, getting a good matchup and, and trying to make some sort of a run, try to get to that second weekend. Uh, that'd be in- incredible. And so now you've got that, those opportunities to do that again. You've erased that bad loss against Michigan uh, with this big win against Ohio State. And now you have that chance to go 2-1 and one in these three games again, which is fantastic. And especially if the two you win are Ohio State and Michigan State. It'll be interesting to see where Michigan State is ranked uh, after losing to Illinois today. Uh, but e- regardless, that's going to be a big win. That's a quad one opportunity. That's a, a another signature win opportunity for the Hawkeyes. And there's going to be a lot of emotion and hopefully a lot of noise and hopefully a lot of you in the crowd uh, in that building with the 
retirement of Luca Garza's jersey and him being in town, the retirement of Roy Marble's jersey, uh, Murray Weir, Chuck Darling, a couple other, like, uh, and the jerseys are going up into the rafters. It's going to be a, such a cool night Tuesday at Carver Hawkeye Arena, and hopefully it's capped off with another big win for the Hawkeyes because, again, that would be another signature win. And really, uh, I, th- I think the narrative has changed with this win uh, because you do have that signature win now, that quad one win, that big road win uh, in the Big Ten. But you could continue to change that and really start climbing up, you know, seed listings and rankings and uh, all of that stuff with a win against Michigan State. And then again, you're at Nebraska Friday. You expect not just a win there, but, you know, an easy win, for lack of a better term. Home against Northwestern on Monday. Again, you feel good about that game. Uh, Iowa has shown that they can beat the bad teams in the Big Ten and really kind of dominate the bad teams in the Big Ten, especially when they're clicking offensively. And that's what they're going to need to do against those two teams. Um, And I think that's what we all expect them to do against those two teams. Let's say that Iowa finds a way to win the next three. That puts Iowa at 10-7 and seven in the Big Ten going into those final two games. I don't know that you can count on either of those games to be a win. Certainly that Illinois game looks really tough. Um, you know, maybe the Michigan game. Iowa showed it can play with Michigan. That wasn't much of a mismatch the other night, but, you know, can Iowa pull that out? Can they stop Hunter Dickinson again? Can Diabati uh, not go off? Um, that kind of a thing. But if you're 10-7 and seven going into those those two games, you feel really good. And I think I'm off here. I think I think I was not 8 and 7, right? Yeah, so 8 and 7. So if you win the next 3, you're 11 and 7. Uh, and then the worst you can do is 11 and 9. You're in the tournament at that point and you're really just playing for seeding. And then, you know, you go to the Big 10 tournament and who knows what happens there. Don't expect a lot to happen there, but um you just the possibilities now become uh, much brighter than they were Thursday. And again, I understand that this is all in the moment. It's why I call this an instant reaction. I felt really bad Thursday and really most of Friday. Like I talked about on the radio here in Des Moines that I was surprised at how badly I took that loss because I felt like it spelled doom uh, for a few things heading you know moving forward here. And while I was still in a position to get to the tournament, I didn't want the Hawkeyes to be a play-in game or a 10 seed. You know, I want... I wanted to have a chance to do something in March. And now they have that chance with five games left this regular season to really kind of make some noise here. Eight and seven in the Big Ten. Uh, If you can beat Michigan State and then rattle off these next couple, again, you win three in a row here. You put yourself in a really good spot. Maybe you've got some real momentum going into that game at Michigan. And then who knows, maybe that that rivalry with Illinois heats up a little bit uh, with a a big game Sunday night, March 6th, senior night in Champaign. Uh, Let's hope that's a big game, because if that is a big game, that means Iowa has done its job between now and then to create the big game atmosphere. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy this one. Enjoy your weekend. Hell yeah. Go Hawks. (laughs) 